no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. We're coming to you tonight. Yeah, we're here. We're getting going. <laughs> Haven't done this in a, a week or two, so you got to get used to hitting all the sliders again like I've never done it in my life. Listen, you know? we had to go back to school today. And it's been... Well, you're not going tomorrow. I mean, you know, I mean, we got the, the winter apocalypse is coming. <laughs> this is the winter apocalypse edition of the Sound Off on Sports podcast for a Wednesday, January 5th. Sure. Yes. <laughs> January 5th, 2022. Plenty of deuces in that. We made it. Yes. Happy New Year, fellas. Happy New Year. Yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas. Well, we talk, we, we've talked since. Yeah, but you know. I'll say Merry Christmas. Just, I haven't just seen you guys. Throwing up Happy Thanksgiving. Before Christmas. Just get it all out there. Yeah. Valentine. Hey, Walmart's already got Valentine's out. They've had it out since the middle, <laughs> middle last month. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get all the holidays out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, in Kentucky here tonight, it's uh, preparing for the winter storm. Do you have your milk and bread? I got milk today. We already had bread. Uh, is that it? Sigs? Oh, you don't smoke. <laughs> um. No, but I learned at I learned at the dollar store the other night you can buy Sonomas for three twenty five a pack. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Was that with the value card? <laughs> I don't know. But, but the do guy, I don't smoke. So do, do, do cigarettes about qualify for a value I don't, card? I don't know. Like if I go to Speedway, they go ask me, hey, you know, because you if you buy enough of them little quart milks, you get one free after a while. You know that, right? Oh yeah! Oh, Speedway, yeah, yeah, Speedway. The, the, ten, the tenth one's free. Yeah, you get. I've, I've gotten Mountain Dew freezes. Yeah, so yeah. You get it that way. It's uh, stuff you will only learn <laughs> here on our podcast tonight. It's uh, brought your way by the Mountain Arts Center and Howard Family Pharmacy. I'm Jamie, and this is Josh and Jeremy. We're hanging out with you tonight. Uh, video wise, you can catch the video always on our WMDJ Facebook page. We are in the McKinney Broadcasting Building tonight. Uh, back with you, talking to plenty of sports, um, a shot across the bow uh, in high school football here in our area. We'll tell you about in a little bit. Uh, some college football reaction. The uh, playoff was last week. Uh, we had all the bowl games. Uh, Kentucky wins a big bowl. We'll talk about that. Uh, should the playoffs be expanded, even after all the um, – Blowouts in the playoffs. Uh, we'll kind of discuss that. Should players have to play in the bowl games? There's plenty of national discussion about that. And get these fellers' takes on it, too. We'll talk about that. Uh, recaps in high school football. But I, I, I will start off just by, because Josh is here tonight. Um, oh. I, I got Yeah, just, just because you're here. You don't have to. Uh, I have a feeling I know where this is going. Your Cleveland Browns yeah. uh, did not make the postseason. That's true, they didn't. And – I got to be honest, I was sitting in a restaurant watching that Raiders-Browns game, oh. and, and I'm rooting really hard for the Raiders yeah. because it's going to help the Bengals. Of course. Because I'm still not sold on the Bengals being different. So they need all the help they can get. Of course, the Browns lose. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Raiders won that game, and then all of a sudden, you know, the Bengals win a few more games. and they, Win- they Window gets a little wider. Gets a little wider, yeah. and then uh, they're in the catbird seat for the AFC North, and they – Look up and beat Kansas City. And I saw a quote that said, these guys have no idea how terrible this franchise is. They have no idea. 
they don't know that you know Cincinnati has been a horrendous uh, franchise for years. Joe Burrow was born in 1996. I graduated high school <laughs> in 1996. He doesn't know how bad the Bengals have been. They were 8-8 eight and eight the year they were born. No kidding. So is it better to not know the, 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 how bad the history has been? Or would you rather go to a program or a franchise, and this could be high school, college, whatever, where there's all the tradition and the mystique? Well, I mean, what's better? First off, you act like Cincinnati's been as bad as the Browns have been for as long <laughs> as the Browns have been, okay? Okay. Cincinnati is – I mean, they had Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton. They, they've been they've been pretty good. But you, the Browns did have, something that the Bengals haven't done in that time span. Won a playoff game. Won a playoff game. But still, the Browns have had how many winning seasons since 1999? Do you know? You tell me. I know you know. <laughs> three. Okay. All right. Three. Yeah. So no. let's not act like the Bengals are awful. But I think to your point, you're right. And I think the same thing can be said about Kentucky football. Yeah. And that, that might be a, a better example because Kentucky football, we were just talking before we came on air, they've been historically like bad. I mean, right. they, they've had some some peaks, but for the most part in their been history, rough. Kentucky football has not been very good. Four double-digit win seasons ever. Four. Four 10-win seasons One of them in ever. 1950, <laughs> 1977, and then two in the last four years. And, like, do you think the players on this year's team care about that stuff? They care that they're winning now. Right. But so, and so the do same. They, do they care that they're winning now or – do they just care they're winning? You I don't think I don't think anything before the players got here matters to the players this, now. Whether it was good or bad, I don't think it. May, maybe like the last three to four years, because you want to go somewhere where it has maybe the recent history, whatever. So maybe since Mark Stoops been here, it's mattered because he's the current coach. But they don't care about Baylor really. But it and, must and, matter though, because why does Alabama get richer and Georgia get richer and Notre Dame has a team and oh, the Ohio State and go on down the line, the Blue Bloods, they get players based on the fact that they're historically but, good. But, but do you think do you think Bryce Young cares about Joe Namath? He can't even spell Joe Namath. Exactly. But All Alabama's is a, been really good the last ten years. <clears throat> They know about Bama. They may not know about Namath at Notre Dame. But at the same time, it's about at least having that – they sell enough of that. Hey, we've been winning tradition for 100 years. They sell enough of that just so it kind of goes to memory. I mean, did you catch the Iowa player so, that said, oh, Kentucky's back in a bowl game? So, Kellen Grady – Did, did so, you catch that? So, Kellen Grady cares about Cotton Nash? He doesn't know who Cotton Nash is. Right. I, I, don't, I don't think Kentucky – Kentucky basketball, I don't think the past matters to them. To, to players now. I just – I don't think it does. Be, beyond beyond a certain point. Beyond like maybe five to seven years. John John Wall is caught Nash to them. You, you right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. DeMarcus I, Cousins I think is their caught Nash. Beyond five to seven years, I just – I don't think it's relevant. So this is a huge debate in college sports. We've actually had this debate here mm. uh, before when it came to U.K. basketball. But then you have the football thing going on. And <laughs> I get my note here. Uh, about entitlement. I'm glad you can read that. Oh, you like that? I know yeah. I don't. Yeah, I've tried to read his notes before. <laughs> no way. You know, uh, should athletes play in bowl games? 
that was something Jeremy wanted to talk about tonight. Kind of goes along these same lines. Got to go all this stuff. But uh, I think they should have to play in bowl games mm. because I think they're entitled. I think college football players are entitled when they think they can't. I'm going to get hurt. I don't want to play. You know, Baker Mayfield gutted it out the other night on the Cleveland side. Back to them for a minute. Uh, he shouldn't have been out there the other night. He didn't. He didn't help any. Should have been out there since week two. But that's another well, another topic. So where is that? I know he gets paid. But if you're if you sign an NIL at college, shouldn't you be required to play in the bowl game to sign the contract by the sponsor? Well, that's two different things. That's not this. That's not allegiance to your school. That's allegiance to your to check all, to Allstate well, or Geico, whoever the well. That's the bowl. that's kind of where it's going, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. That's where this is, is all going, dude. I'd like to see everybody play, but I don't think they have to. I mean, the. Should Brian Kelly have coached Notre Dame in their bowl game? Probably, yes. Probably. But who am I to say he should or shouldn't? All that stuff shouldn't happen because, you know, it's where the national letter of intent, signing day, how it times out. They want to make these moves early with coaches and before I, these big bowl games. They should delay that signing period. Well, and a, a lot of players, when they announce that they're not going to play in a bowl game, will say they're going to focus on the draft. They're going to focus. And I, that's fine. I get it. Whatever. But here's my question. Have players only been focusing on the draft for the last five years? No, like players, no. Have, they've wanted to get drafted for forever. Mm-hmm. So what's changed? There's more and more players every year that take that cop out. It's the, I think it's the, the look at their own sport by the athlete. Was it – well, is it a sport? Is it a sport? We know that the game of football is a sport, but is the business of football – a sport mm-hmm. now that the, I mean now that they're making money from playing this, I think it becomes that's a business decision in my eyes. I don't want to get hurt in a bowl game because I could knock myself out of millions and of dollars. That was, is a business decision. Uh, the, the linebacker for Notre Dame uh, a couple years ago tore his ACL in the bowl game. Was a top ten pick. Mm-hmm. Then got drafted what third or fourth fifth round. How many millions of dollars is that between the top ten pick and fourth round? And I, I, know, I know that's an isolated incident, but who, who's – I mean, if my kid was 18, 19, 20 years old, I, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't on my mind. But, okay, Kentucky came and recruited you. Well, let me, let me, we didn't have to do that for Kentucky, uh, not by choice anyway. Okay. Let, let's use Ohio State since two of us sitting here are Ohio State <laughs> fans. Okay. Uh, hey, it is what it is. Let's use them as an example. If Ohio State comes knocking on Jeremy Hall's door and talks to Jeremy Hall's mom and dad and says, listen, we want to give your son a scholarship. He's a great linebacker. Got a big future. They offered you that opportunity to get there, to be seen at the highest level of college football. One of the highest levels, you, one of the best programs. Don't you owe it to the school? To finish it out, finish what you started. Don't you owe it to them, or is it all about? I, I, wait a minute, I, I, wait. I, I, I'm I, I, got, I, I got a counter question. I got two answers, and I and me and you talked this about this earlier in the week, and I've kind of rolled around in my mind all week thinking about it. As a coach, heck yeah, 
I, as a coach, I think you ought to pull their degree. You know, you've paid for them to come through and get an education for free. Mm-hmm. Most of them, nearly every one of them. How many years did that coach spend investing time in recruiting the kid? Way, but he didn't just, not just the year he came. They probably scouted him for three, maybe even four years. But here's the problem. You just said if Ohio State comes and sits it, you know, player halls, kitchen table with his parents and him, and say, we want him. How many millions of dollars has probably already made contact that wants that uh, other contract, the monetary contracts, um, before they come? You know it. You know that the, these uh, nowadays. sponsors. Nowadays. Yes. Yeah, nowadays. You know these sponsors, they're already on. If they're on Ohio State's radar, they're already on sponsors' radars. Absolutely. So then is it a is it monetary or is it the fact that I love football so much I would love to play for the Ohio State University? Or is it I can play for the Ohio State University I think it goes and back to $20 million? It goes back to what, what, what Josh said. They all want to get drafted. Every player that goes to college on a high level thinks, hey, I can get drafted. Every one of them. Do they need to? If I'm playing football at Ohio State, I want to go to the league. Okay, well, let me ask you this. If I am am the number one college athlete coming into college football in 2022, and I can make $50 million by the time I'm out of college, do I need to keep killing myself, beating myself up, and go pro? If I can make big, huge sums of money, you know what I'm saying? I, I, so you're saying like pull a Sam Bowie and say, hey, I'm not, I'm not really not that hurt. And then he gets drafted and he really was hurt. Well, And they saying, passed on Michael Jordan for Sam Bowie. I mean, read about that sometime. Look at look <laughs> Sam Bowie, Google Sam Bowie. Think about, <laughs> think about athletes 15 years ago, 10 years ago. 50 years ago, 40 years ago, whenever, um, a football player busts his chops for four years, then he gets a gets in the draft and gets a contract that pretty much sets him for life. Right. It's already done now. Half of these kids, if you think about it. So you're it, saying if that. You come from, if you're a middle-class athlete and you are good enough to go pro or you're good enough to go to the Ohio State, you're probably going to be set for life if you play the cards right while you're in college. So you're saying we should evolve our thinking as old school fans, as old school coaches, should evolve their thinking to look at it from that point of view instead of the way it was 10, 15 years ago. I think it's – go ahead. No, 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 because no, 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 no. mine's kind of not related to what you were saying, oh, so I'll wait I just, I just think that once the money come in, and I'm not saying that it was right or wrong, I'm not saying that it won't make football it's better just, just or, it will hurt it, or hurt it, but I just think that it's hard for us to sit back and think the greatest thing in the world is to be drafted in the sport of football into the NFL uh, so I can make – get a contract, which might not be as much starting out as it was when I was in high school. Uh, I just or look at it like this. College. If, if that school has invested money and time in getting you there, and I, it's an investment to get high-profile commitments. I mean, even Kentucky is making commitments. If you're you know doing what? all that, Let me get one more. If, if they're doing all of that, you should stay the course and finish it. At one time, playing in a bowl game was a reward. When, there, then, when there was 10 bowl games and not 50? Well, 
Still, a five yeah. and seven team playing a bowl game, and that was because of a COVID thing. Still, this year, still, that was because of a COVID. Thing. Still five and seven, and it was a cheat. It was a, it was a cheesy thing. It shouldn't have happened. But I, I just think if you're if you're invited to a bowl game, it's supposed to be a reward for what you've done for the season. You got teammates that maybe aren't as blessed as you that want to win that game. They want to further their careers. Pull everybody else up the ladder with you a little bit. You know, haven't you ever heard the the saying? Oh. Listen, have you ever heard? That, uh, leave it in better shape than you found it. If you so, know, you you go to a to, job to be specific. Leave it to, better to than be, how you found it. To be specific to Ohio State, their top two receivers did not play. Right, right. Chris Olave and, and Garrett Wilson. I was top running back, didn't play. I right. booed about that, you know. So is getting Marvin Harrison Jr. experience in the Rose Bowl not leaving the position better than they found it? It got him to the Rose Bowl, but why they need to win the Rose Bowl? You can't lose to Utah. So, how many regular season games are played in college football? Enough. But, but, no, but for one team, for one team. <laughs> what? Uh, 12. Okay, 12. You have to stay for three years, right? Mm-hmm. That's 36 games. One bowl game per year. Does your guy play 36 games, or are you so hung up on the three? I'm hung up on winning the titles. There's only one title. I'm Well, winning the – and it's the granddaddy of them all. It's there, the Rose Bowl. There's only about eight teams out there that we could say right now. We could probably name what? Eight? Less than ten. Ten or less. But you, you probably said, have a shot. You said exposure and, and, and getting them out there and investing. They've invested 50 to 60 games all right, in their career. What's one game? If it's not the national championship or the semifinals, what's one game? It ain't the Texas Bowl we're talking about here. It's, it's one game. The, it's the Rose Bowl. It's one right. game. As the oldest person sitting at this table, okay. <laughs> I will let everybody out there wow. know, I think it's terrible. I think they ought to stay. They ought to be forced to play. I think it's that's part of the that's part of signing up. But there there has to be another side. All right. It. And here's right. here's what here's what made me play the on the fence. Okay. Okay. Let's say us non-NFL quality players here (laughs) goes home tonight. What is it tonight? Wednesday. Wednesday. Let's say we stop at that Super America you all talked about, and we buy a lottery ticket. And we get home and find out that we just won $350 million. Do you get on Facebook and tell everybody? Do you uh, scream and yell into the car? Because we have to go where? Lexington or Louisville, if you do the big ones. Mm -hmm. Or or are we going to be like, oh, man. We probably need. Oh, I played all this out in my mind. I already know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you prepared to make sure you did not lose that $350 million, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. I keep it to myself and tell nobody about it, but I've, you know. Those three bowl games that Josh just. Hey, I'll give about you all some money. It's three games that are chances. And I know that there's. Every there's twelve games every season. I get that. you can get hurt, but you have in to any get, game exactly. at any time. But are those three games different than the twelve? Yes. To so, me, they're different. To me, they're different because the whole program is set on how the season ends. And if you're in a bowl game, made the best of it. If your team agrees to go, you better be out there to play. And, and here's two of us. I, here, Josh here. doesn't agree with it. I think you you and I do. He doesn't, but that's okay. Here, I, I just I don't. It's. College basketball, there's 68 teams in the tournament. If I'm team number 69 and a guy decides to not play in the NIT, I'm not blaming him. If I'm one of the college football teams number five through 60 in a bowl game, not the semifinals, Uh I can't. 
I mean, there's three games in college football postseason that matter. If it's not one of the five teams, I just I so, can't. So the other question about this, and then too we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Should I saw this debate happen this week? Should the expansion of the playoffs actually happen after last week's blowouts? I don't. I think it should happen, but not because of the blowouts. What do you say, Jeremy? I don't think the blowouts will have any impact on whether it expands or not. I don't think so either. No, because you know it'll be. I, it'll I think be your money. question's poorly phrased, but I think it should expand. Yes. You do think it should expand? Yeah. I just think that there is a – if you look at college football in general, there is a big gap after, let's say, 20 teams. Mm-hmm. I think let's it's, say I think it's tw- fewer than that. It probably is. It might is. be I fewer just, than that. Yeah. So, I just I, – I think, I think college football is the only sport high, at any level, high school, college, whatever – where one loss ruins your chance at winning the big one. And Don't the, you wish you had the and, extra chances to get in? And the, and the committee, and I, the committee, you know, people griped about the BCS. They're griping about the, the playoff committee. Uh-huh. I just, I think it's so subjective. Every week, it's it's something different that they're looking at and why this team's ranked here. There's no consistency. And I, it's, you know, one loss in the middle of September, you're done. Kentucky got blown out by Notre Dame. Oh, sorry, guys. Can't win the title. Well, but football is different. Football I, I, I know. Is different. Thank I know. God. Okay, I'm glad so, it is. But, okay, but so the Bengals are what? Nine and seven? Nine, nine and eight? No, they'll be 10. That's 10 wins. They're ten, 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 okay, 10 wins now. Are they 10 and six? 10 and six. Okay. So, Just so you know. Didn't Colton text you that? 10 and six? No. Okay, I'll tell you. But thanks for. Okay. <laughs> 10 and six. What, what the Browns? Seven and. I don't know. Seven to nine. Seven to nine, sure. Seven to nine. How many playoff, yeah. how many playoff be wins? Under how, many, 500. how many playoff wins you got? I just, just paid it back full circle. Okay. <laughs> but but the Bengals, so they're not they're not fifteen and one. Mm-hmm. Can they still win the Super Bowl? Absolutely. All right. So I just I don't I don't like the fact that that one game in week four yeah. can destroy your chances. Yeah, of but the league is like that's a totally different entity set up everything than college football. But but shouldn't professionals have that pressure on them rather than college kids? I th- well, I think they do. I would think. No, the college should have the playoff system like the NFL does. Right. That's why it should expand. No, the, 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 You're uh, making the argument why it should expand. The, 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 the professionals should be the one playing with this, lose one game, your chances are done pressure. But they don't. Not these 18 to 20-year-olds. Well, they don't. They take their jerseys off and they're walking off the field. Mad that, right. That's, my, that's my point. Because he was kind of saying, well, that's, it's professionals different than college. Well, I, I know that. But why is it the college kids that are having to, you know, every single week? More money involved. And that's why it's may go to eight. May. It's going to go. It's still going to expand. I don't think the losses uh, matter. Uh, Cincinnati and, no. and Michigan. Uh, or I think Cincinnati, regardless of what happened, Cincinnati deserved a chance. They did deserve a chance. Central Florida deserved a chance. I mean, Cincinnati is going to a power five in a couple of years anyway. This just, even though they lost, it was a win anyway. They got this big exposure. They're already ahead C- of the game. Central Florida, back-to-back undefeated years, they deserved a chance. They all deserve to be in there. We need to have the expanded playoff. Bowl, bowl, the numbers for bowl games were huge. Ratings-wise, I saw that today. Um, <laughs> you think it won't be bigger for a playoff because the playoff games were the biggest, and they were the worst. I mean, that, those two games were probably two of the worst games you could have watched. 
You know, they were pretty rough. <laughs> it was very rough to Riley. Yeah, Tennessee, the Tennessee game, the Kentucky game were a whole lot better to watch. I didn't watch the Tennessee game, but I know how it ended. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was a, it was a whole lot more fun to watch than Bama and Cincinnati. <laughs> but I digress. All right, so we'll come back. We have shots across the bow with a hiring locally on the high school football uh, side of things. John DeRossett is back in the high school coaching game. We're going to talk about that after you hear from these words. Coming to the Mountain Arts Center, Lone Star. I don't know how you do what you do. Lone Star, live at the Mac. There's a carrot top who can bend and walk with a sippy cup of milk. Lone Star at the Mountain Arts Center, Prestonsburg, January 13th, 7.30 p.m. What about now? Tickets range from $27 to $52. Get yours at MacArts.com. No news. Lone Star, live at the Mac. A modern pharmacy with old-fashioned service. That's Howard Family Pharmacy, a locally owned Health Mart pharmacy. When you need your prescription filled, simply use their free mobile app or log on to HowardFamilyPharmacy.com. And when you need help choosing the over-the-counter remedy that's right for you, you'll get the personal, qualified advice you need. Let pharmacist Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Taryn Castle serve you at Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern Health Mart, caring for you and about you. Back on the Sound Off on Sports podcast, brought your way by the Mountain Arts Center and Howard Family Pharmacy. You asked me earlier about uh, one of my sound effects, and I was going to play it, but then I realized you won't hear it <laughs> well, <laughs> because then, you don't I, have headphones I, I kind of thought about that earlier when you mentioned that. I was like, okay. If, so, I, had the, right. <laughs> if I had the headsets out here, it would have been better. But uh, a guy wrote a song called I Hate Alabama. Oh. And it's not the state. It's the Crimson Tide. Mm. And it's actually pretty good. Just basically whines about – he's a Tennessee fan, and he whines wow. about losing. Tennessee whines about everything. Not only did he lose his girl at Neyland Stadium when Alabama came to town, but <laughs> they lost the game. If that ain't a country song, I don't know what it is. You know, you know what I hate about Tennessee is, <laughs> we, as Kentucky fans, we can't say anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's just – that's the one team that Kentucky just seems to have a problem with every year. Even now. Even now. Yeah. All right. So, John DeRossett uh, is uh, back in the high school coaching game here locally uh, in the 15th region. And uh, uh, I put the uh, thing on Twitter yesterday, the announcement on Twitter, the news that broke about uh, McGoffin County hiring John DeRossett as their head football coach. And uh, our buddy, uh, uh, Beasy, on uh, Twitter, he, uh, he said... And boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, and boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> That's what he, he said that. That was a pretty good... Uh, Pretty good uh, thing. And boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, um, pretty much. Um, reaction was pretty big yesterday. Uh, I went to the grade school tournament last night. Jeremy was there. Uh, I talked to some other folks that are in football circles about it uh, at the game last night. Uh, a lot of reaction, a lot of strong reaction to this hiring. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, just to set the, the table here, John DeRossett, 176 wins as head coach at Prestonsbury, was a state finalist. Uh, at one time in a uh, 2A, wasn't it? Class yeah. 2A. Number two, it's time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, multiple regional titles. And then uh, in 2018, uh, left the program and went to U-Pike as an assistant and most recently was an assistant coach at Campbell Midland, West Virginia in uh, Charleston, which is a pretty big football school, as an assistant there. So um, 
I'll just be quiet and get the reaction here because we had our own reactions yesterday. <laughs> um, I'll start with uh, we'll start with Josh. Josh, your reaction to uh, was, the hiring? I was going to defer to the one that coached against him. Uh, oh, I'm saving that for <laughs> drama at the end here. You know, I, you know, I personally, I, I when I was at YMT Prestonsburg, not because it was kind of where I was from in Floyd County, but I always enjoyed going to to talk with Durosset. Yeah, yeah. Uh, preseason, during the season, postseason, whatever. Um, he's a guy that you either really love him or you really hate him. There's not a lot of people that fit in the middle. <laughs> um, and he, I think at the time he left Prestonsburg, because I, I went when, when I was at YMT, I kind of figured it up, not just in this area, but in the YMT coverage area from Pikeville all the way to Somerset, he was the longest tenured coach at his school next to Haywood at Belfry. Ooh. Of any school that YMT covered, yeah. he was at his current school at Prestonsburg longer than anybody else except for Haywood. Wow. Um, and he's a guy that had a lot of success for a lot of years. And he spent some time at college, spent some time at a big program. You mentioned the Cabell Midland. And I think he's going to attract some people to Sayersville, a program that – has always had a strong following, has always been fairly competitive, you know, a little up and down, but they always seem to be competitive in the games that they play. And I, I think he's going to attract some people to that program. And, you know, if, if he can get some some skill guys, they've always got the, the meat and taters guys on the lines. If he can get the right kind of athlete to put on the field, I think he'll make McGoffin into a team that um, any other district other than with Belfry – I think he'd uh, he he'd do he do really really well. I think he'll do well anyway. But it's it's a it's a hire and an announcement that caused a lot of waves across uh, the big sandy area yesterday. Of course, being in that district, uh, McGoffin with Belfry in the same district, he'll be going up against his old coach and uh, Philip Haywood, who coached him at Prestonsburg. Uh, my question would be: Will DeRossett, uh will John DeRossett outlast Philip Haywood in the district? Think about that. Because hmm. there's a chance, you know, maybe maybe Haywood retires or maybe uh, maybe things don't work out at McGoffin. I mean, you know, you know what I mean? I mean, it, it may not all be roses in a couple of years or, or so. Who knows? I mean, you never know how high mm-hmm. are going to go. Um, I would I would think that he's in it to, he's in it to be there for a while. Um but I, I, I would probably put my money on Haywood because <laughs> at the, I think he'll just coach it until he just can't do it no more. But, you know, right. I thought I'd put my money on there. But uh, I, I just thought that's, I thought that's kind of an interesting thought. Um, well, you've got you've got your former coach in Haywood, um, Hager, Sean was Hager, assistant yeah. with him for a couple of years his, yeah. uh, when Wes was a quarterback at Prestonsburg. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously teams and coaches in his own district that he is extremely familiar with. Yeah, and uh, Floyd Central McGoffin, that's a budding rivalry uh, already. It's uh, we amped up now uh, with DeRossett there as head coach. Uh, Jeremy, your thoughts on the hire? Uh, I think it was a great hire um, mm-hmm. from McGoffin yeah, oh, yeah. County. Um, you know, he he gave me my licks over the years <laughs> there toward the end. Uh, so at that part, I, as, a, as a coach and sitting on the other side of the field, didn't like him much. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, – you know, I think it was a great high, a great hire. Um, early on, I'll say this, and it, probably besides me and him, uh, there's probably not a handful of people know this. Um, 
when I had started Allen Central, just the, the first year or two or three in there, uh, I started attracting some more numbers and literally ran out of equipment. I mean, I was having and didn't have enough money. Mm-hmm. Um, got a phone call uh, that said, hey, from a, from a uh, contact that knew both of us, said, call Coach Dross and see if he can help you. No question. He said, bring mm-hmm. a truck down. And filled me up with some uh, wow. some shoulder pads and some helmets. And, wow! Uh, I, I always appreciate that because um, I would I would have had to turn boys away at a program that didn't need that, uh, <laughs> and I couldn't have, didn't have enough money to to. Or, well, I tell you this back, we'd already made enough debt to, to get going. <laughs> I, I couldn't do any more, uh, and I always did appreciate that. So, coach, I don't think I I never uh, forgot that. So. But um, I think he's. I think it's a local job for him. I mean, if you're looking at, I'm staying in Floyd County. I live in Floyd County, and I want to coach football. It's probably not going to be Prestonsburg or or uh, one of the other close. That's a good place to go. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad drive to go to work every day. No. Um, and McGoffin County, another team that even at at Allen Central. You know, many times we play, they've always got athletes, mm-hmm. uh, and they've always had football teams that I felt. Um, right there. If somebody with some really, really incredible X's and O knowledge was there, they probably could have excelled a little more. Um, and that's no shot at any of the coaches that I coached against. But it, it just you felt that they were really close. Potential a lot of times. was there, yeah. uh, and I, I think he does have the skills in his coaching uh, that. Those X's and O's, if they'll buy in uh, to what he's uh, he's bringing to the to the field, uh, I think they're probably give them a couple years. They're probably not a Belfry beater, but they're the standout number two in that Ooh, district. I, I'm anxious to see with his history and resume and, and where he's been, who he gets on a staff. Yeah, that was somebody else's thoughts, uh, a former coach's thoughts to me yesterday was uh, who will be on staff. Uh, at McGoffin County, and I thought that's a good that's a good thought too. Uh, Derek Little chimes in; he's got a good thought. He said the entire county in McGoffin will be his feeder school. It's nothing but positives for the McGoffin County football program in the future, and with the realignment on the horizon in mm. a few years, that's true. There'll be another I realignment. Thought about we hadn't, that. hadn't thought about that, but uh, you know, at one time McGoffin's hurdle was Breathitt County, mm-hmm. and then they got past McGoffin County, but Breathitt County beat Breathitt one year. And uh, won their district and won a playoff game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, one season. It's been a while back. Scott, Scotty McCoy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, it's been a while. Uh, but then, you know, now it's kind of went back the other direction. Uh, now they're on this side in the last few years, and there'll be another realignment. But, uh, uh, yeah, he's got the entire county. That's a good thought there. But I'll, I'll say this. He's going to have more than that. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get unfiltered here for a minute. Um, there's going to be an effect on Prestonsburg football uh, like you ain't going to believe. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay, nobody else has to react to this but me. But uh, I, I think this is a this is a tough blow uh, to to some people in Prestonsburg because you're going to have some you're going to have some kids make that line, make that drive to McGoffin County, especially if they start winning. Especially it depends on who's on that coaching staff. You pull a bunch of former guys in there that. Used to be with his staff, and maybe had some black cat ties and things. If you think he ain't gonna pull players from the Prestonburg area, and I'm not saying they're gonna reach out and grab them. Listen, they'll just want to go. They, they want to go win. They won't turn them away. Want to go win? You don't want to go <laughs> lose at Bath County. You want to win? You know? I mean, I'm just telling you how it looks. It just this is a tough. 
this is a tough blow to them. And if I'm not mistaken, they're going to have to play them next year because this year, Crestonburg hosted McGoffin County in the first of what I believe would be a home-and-home. So unless you buy out of that, you're going to have to go down there and play McGoffin County. We may go down there and do that game. I mean, <laughs> that might be interesting. Uh, I don't care who Floyd Central was playing that night. Uh, that could be very interesting. But uh, it's um, it's going to be it's going to be something to watch. You're, I mean, it's going to happen. And he's in an area where he could pull kids. If they want to play football seriously, they could pull them from Morgan County. They can come mm-hmm. from Wolf County. Heck, they can come from the other side of Hueysville. I mean, because it ain't route, that far of a drive. Route seven, no. It could be up Route seven from Royalton. All right. I mean, it's it's going to make some interesting discussion points down the stretch, one way or another. I think it's a fantastic hire for McGoffin County. It's definitely a coup for them. Um, strap, strap them up, saddle up. It's going to be tough because you look at the district the way it is right now, and you you already said maybe a couple of years. Uh, challenging for that second spot. Uh, that was one of my questions here. How long would it be before they seriously challenge Belfry? Uh, I think they get past Lawrence uh, in the future if things <laughs> keep working out positively, uh, just judging on his past. Uh, Pike Central, in my understanding, lost, has already lost at least one key player to Pineville uh, since the season's over. Uh, their running back uh, has went to Pineville now. So, uh, I thought that would have happened sooner. But, I mean, be quite honest with you. Be honest. I mean, how many state titles you got to win for you to decide to go off the hill? I, I mean, it's, it's just unfiltered tonight. I'm sorry. But it's, it is what it is. Good program. It's, it's recruiting. I'm not saying it's recruiting. Uh, good programs recruit themselves. I heard that said a long time ago, and there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, kids, kids that want to play want to win where it means – play where it means something, where it means mm. something. How much does it mean – to be there and play and be a part of that. And uh, they're going to make that a destination down there. That's, that's big stuff for them. Uh, Floyd Central, we said a, a budding rivalry, only going to get tougher. Um, even if, what if they play Betsy Lane and he faces Jared Gerald? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun. What if Gerald, What if Jared left to be on his staff? Whoa, now. Oh, well, I, I said it was unfiltered tonight. Yeah. You're unfiltered. Yeah, we're, you're we're, unfiltered. We're, Don't make me we're, get we're, unfiltered. We're, 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 hey, we're, I didn't say it was happening. I said, what if? We're a little bit reserved uh, over here. What if? You know, I mean, you never know. You never know. You never know. And and, and you just, you said there a minute ago, when, I, think, I think the new realignment, if you're talking about Floyd County football, or you're talking about non pitville you know, non-Belfry football in the mountains, this next realignment, I think, will affect a whole lot more people more strongly than it did on the last one. Really? I think so. Not I think really. just um, there's teams that could go up or down that moving up might be better. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Everybody thinks, yeah. well, if they move down, then a 3A to 2A will. Not necessarily – there's teams out there that I think they can go 1A up to 2A or 2A up to 3A, and it will change the horizon of their football programs. Yeah, some, hmm. some, you know, being in 2A I think would be a good thing uh, for some teams at this point. Well, 2A is good around, uh, pretty good around here, but you start looking at you know, who you got to go through, the Danvilles and Mayfields and, mm-hmm. and some of those now. I don't know about if you're, if you're planning on winning state championships – 
You, you know, may want to avoid some of them. <laughs> may want to avoid well, the 2A, but around here, thing, be competitive at 2A around here, I think is a good one to be at. But um, but at the same time, you're still going to have to beat somebody no matter what class you're in eventually oh, if yeah. you have those kind of aspirations. But, you know, if you ask me, I really felt bad uh, for Allen Central when, when, when they had the jump uh, at one time and then really bad for Betsy Lane because uh, they had to move districts. And I was like – Golly, at the wrong time. You had to, you're right there, and then got to go, you know. And now, because right now, I think it would behoove them to move up to 2A uh, just because you wouldn't have to worry about Raceland, Paintsville. Yeah. You know, you're, you're missing them. You're missing yeah. Pikeville. You're not having to fool with any of those teams. I think mm-hmm. they're stronger than some of the teams that are in 2A right now. Yeah. But that, of course, all that changes. But not after the cycles. one or two rounds. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like we did there that last year, we <laughs> hammered down to Danville and uh, looking up on the field house and all those state championships. I was with you. Uh, <laughs> I was there. I and that, we had a conversation at school today about that. Uh, it's actually James Drossett, Coach Drossett's uh, brother, about he'll be there. That is that is Danville was probably our boys looked at Danville didn't have a clue who Danville was. <laughs> back to but, the whole tradition, yeah, yeah. but, but you <laughs> know, back stuff, in yeah. my football days and. That was they were a monster. They you know what it. I mean? The yeah. the the big horn and uh, it was just. I mean, that's things that I walked out there probably were was more freaked out <laughs> than they were because they didn't know what we were getting ready to get into. The size of that grandstand down there though was enough to get anybody's attention, whether you're a fan <laughs> yeah. or a player or a coach. I mean, the the fact that that place how it sits off to itself and it's huge, and you're like. Wow, we're playing a game here tonight. Or even for me, like we're broadcasting here tonight, we're hiking up. You know, pee free go because he ain't going back down. I mean, all the way up, you know. But uh, it's a yeah, that's it's interesting. Let's, uh, good luck to John DeRossett. He's always been a friend to me, and uh, John, like Josh said, he's always been a friend to me. So uh, good, good to work with the media, and uh, maybe we'll get him on the show one day. Uh, let him talk shop about what's happening in Sagersville. Uh, some pretty exciting stuff there. Some basketball talk. We'll come back and hit that next. A modern pharmacy with old-fashioned service. That's Howard Family Pharmacy, a locally owned Health Mart pharmacy. When you need your prescription filled, simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. And when you need help choosing the -the over-the-counter remedy that's right for you, you'll get the versatile, qualified advice you need. Let pharmacist Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Taryn Castle serve you at Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern Health Mart. Caring for you and about you. Coming to the Mountain Arts Center, Lone Star. I don't know how you do what you do. Lone Star, live at the Mac. There's a caravan who can bend and walk with a sippy cup of milk. Lone Star at the Mountain Arts Center, Prestonsburg, January 13th, 7.30 p.m. What about now? Come out tonight. Tickets range from $27 to $52. Get yours at macarts.com. No news. Lone Star, live at the Mac. It is the Sound Off on Sports podcast tonight, and uh, Jeremy gets a picture from his <laughs> wife. Uh, you said go pick up some stuff at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's she, a, I'm she's glad not I'm saying here. she's not saying kind things about you right no. now. Wow. But she's a Tennessee fan though, so uh, <laughs> who cares? Okay. So yeah, for those who may not know, it's winter apocalypse is coming. Uh, four <laughs> to seven inches of snowfall. You know, I, listen. I, I I grew up. Little bit in Ohio, I got a little bit on me, but that uh, it's we 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 treat snow like it is the worst thing 
in the world here. Uh, <laughs> I'm still going to work. I'm still coming to work tomorrow. It really, it really doesn't matter uh, to me. But, geez, there's no school uh, tomorrow. Probably won't be on Friday. But if you're buying all these groceries and the power goes out, what are you going to do? You, you know, I mean, you can stick it all outside. Well, it's going to be like, yeah, 15 degrees. You can stick it outside in the cooler or something. Yeah, put it in the cooler and put it outside. Now, listen. My you're, wife said it's porch pop season. Yeah, yeah. porch pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're painting me, Jamie, as a, a center because the snow's coming. No, we're halls and we work in the. You know, educational system. <laughs> we only get to go like once every <laughs> two weeks. So uh, I got you. I got you. Uh, well, in, in all honesty, Tracy was like, "We got time to go to the store," and I said, "I gotta go back and do a podcast." And uh, but she did go to Walmart and get a few things, but she went on her own. So uh, it's okay. Uh, girls basketball, boys basketball here in the county had uh, things going on. We'll hit this real quick. Uh, the girls all a tournament is ongoing and. Uh, you know, we, we kind of put our uh, focus on the 2A uh, tournament because it was Floyd Central this week. We can catch Pressburg and Betsy Lane next week. But uh, Winter Apocalypse is coming, so we probably won't have no <laughs> basketball uh, tomorrow night. Probably not. Uh, if for some foreseen reason we do, uh, we'll go cover those games. It will be radio only uh, from Lawrence County because they have that uh, evil NFHS agreement. Uh, so, uh, that's calling it what it is we've discussed that a lot lately yeah, we have we have discussed that a lot <laughs> uh so they have that evil agreement with them so we can't stream it video wise but we can go do the radio so we'll do radio uh for floyd central at Lawrence county and we're going to make it an effort to be there for betsy lane as well uh when they when they have to play them uh down the road because hey it's a long trip uh, <laughs> you know that team up north uh we have to go up there and see them and uh no disrespect to her nothing but i'm just saying it just you know, every time I drive to Ashland, my first thought is we have to Betsy Lane, Prestonsburg, and Floyd Central have to drive up here once a year in every sport for a district game. And you're passing Johnson Central <laughs> and Paintsville. I mean, Lawrence the has turn to turn off to Martin County. Lawrence County has to make the trip three times. Yeah, but it's it's just it's ridiculous. It's but that's ridiculous. you know, yeah. If we, we could go on another rant about that, <laughs> but uh, Pineville and Prestonsburg girls. Will be in the semifinals of the girls' all leg. Congratulations to Prestonsburg. They uh, got a good draw. They beat Phelps pretty handily. They beat Eastridge last night. So, congratulations to them. Uh, the other side of the quarterfinals is happening right now. Prestonsburg, or it's Martin County and Shelby Valley. Dang. And <laughs> then uh, Betsy Lane and Jenkins. So, uh, it should be Betsy Lane and probably Shelby Valley uh, in that semifinal on Friday, weather permitting, on that with a championship game on Saturday. Uh, Pineville noticed today they're ninth in the state AP poll on the girls' side. Ninth. They're 12 and 1. Won a big tournament down in mm-hmm. uh, Florida over the break. But they haven't won the girls' all A since 2005. They've, wow. They've won the big one a couple of times. Though. True. They've won the big <laughs> one. It counts. Uh, Shelby Valley and Paintsville have won the last six. They've split them three and three. I found that interesting. Yeah, it's 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 really weird. You know, Paintsville has a lot of success in in the All A tournament. Of course, it's it's not every school in the region; it's the smaller ones. But uh, you know, Pikeville, it's it seems like they all they're always on the same side as Valley. Yeah. You know, Paintsville usually not to to downgrade what their their talent. They've had some good teams, but Paintsville always seems to get a draw that kind of avoids the other top <laughs> two or three teams. 
Um, and you know, Valley and Pikeville seem to run into each other, but it's, it's, it's just kind of crazy. They've not won it in, in what, 17 years, but yet yeah. they won the big one, you know, three, four times in that same stretch. Yeah. I think they're fine with that. <laughs> that yeah. I, 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 I take that, that trade. Oh gosh. Uh, boys all a is on Monday and, uh, weather permitting, we plan to do Prestonsburg and Paintsville's boys at 6 PM on Monday night. We plan on being there for that on the radio side. Also on Tuesday, it will be Shelby Valley versus Eastridge at 6. And then the Prestonsburg Paintsville winner will face Betsy Lane at 7.30 on Tuesday. We plan on being there for that. Uh, Wednesday's uh, matchups are Martin County versus Jenkins and Pikeville and Phelps. So uh, those are pretty one-sided matchups there. So we'll uh, semifinals on Friday, championship on Saturday. Uh, Prestonsburg will have their hands full uh, in that game against Painesville. Let's just be honest about that. But, hey, uh, you never know. Uh, it comes to a, an arena game. Uh, lay it out there. You never know. Not, not every team can get up for every game. Mm. And if you can get up for it and they don't, you're going to be in it. So uh, go after it and see what happens. Play hard. That's all you can do. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. I've seen I've seen crazier things <laughs> happen in that. Uh, Betsy Lane will have a tough task, uh, no matter whether it's Prestonburg or Paintsville, just because uh, the rivalry with Prestonburg and, of course, Paintsville being who they are, uh, whoever they wins that game will have a strong uh, shot, I think, at a championship, though. I'll tell you that. Uh, looking over the uh, week, uh, Betsy Lane went 4-2 and two during the Christmas break. Not bad. They were in the finals of the PIT and uh, uh, won a couple of games at Montgomery County as well. So, uh uh, Derek's boys uh, doing pretty well right now. A lot of excitement up there on the hill. Yeah, a lot of excitement. Um, watched them get a practice there a little bit today. Yeah, they're working hard, and um, you know, I just you just see they're kind of focused. That's I, one thing that I've noticed in them, and I haven't got to see them a whole lot since break. But um, is the boys are, really seem focused this year, uh, and that's good. That's good as a as a coach watching high school athletes. Um, you know, when everybody seems to be. On that one mission, um, thing, good things can happen. Prestonburg went uh, one and four on the boys' side there in the break. Got one win at Cherokee, Tennessee, in the tournament that Cherokee was hosting. Uh, they lost last night 69-37 to uh, Shelby Valley, and they're scheduled to play Pipeville tomorrow. Uh, probably weather will catch that game if it won't happen. But uh, still, yeah, 69-37, that's a tough loss to – uh, a Shelby Valley team that isn't your daddy's Shelby Valley team. Uh, this no, year. but the looking at their results, they've, of course, you know Rodney Rowe being there, it's a big difference. But yeah, they've they seem to be playing really well right now. Now I th- I do think the team is limited. I saw them in the Mountain Classic, you know, the f- second week of the season. I th- I do think they have some limitations, but they they've got a couple of pieces that that are really really that fit really well with what Rodney Rowe wants to do and and him being there I think is an advantage no matter who you're playing against. The 2A semifinals are going on right now at Lawrence County tonight. McGoffin County is taking on Rowling County uh in that contest tonight Rowling County had to beat uh Pike Central to get to that point and they did that both boys and girls earlier this week. What about Rowling County being in this areas this whole two A thing, I'm just. Well, they. I, I don't. Help me here. Sell it to I, me. I don't know. I mean, I, I enjoy the two A. I, I do think it's it's a nice idea. I do think it's still really new because they didn't play hardly any tournaments last year because of COVID. Right. And so they, you know, volley. This is the first year they had volleyball. First year they had soccer. Uh, you know, Floyd Central made it to the volleyball state finals, mm-hmm. and I, I do think it's really young. I do think 
I, I, I think it could be really good. I mean, the all A's, what, 40 years old, 30 years old. Um, but I, I don't understand the the geographic alignment. I know there's eight sections. Morgan moved out. Morgan was in it last year. Of course, we didn't get to play. But then Morgan moved into, like, section five or six. Yeah, it's so confusing. Rowan moved into – and I, I don't understand the, the sections. But it's, you know, I – I don't. I do think it could be really good. Again, you know, I went to Owensboro for the volleyball when they went to the quarters and semifinals and finals, and I, I do think there's some things to be learned from how the All A operates its state tournaments. Um, well, yeah. Once you get to that level, um, but again, it's you know it was the first time they had done volleyball. They've only done basketball what twice because they didn't play last year. Uh, they've done baseball and softball once. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm sure Kings will get worked out. It's, it's still all really new for everybody involved at, once you get to the upper people involved with it. But I, I do think it could be good. It's, I just, I mean, when we get to geographics, you know, explain the case just to play alignment well, to, to a lot of people. We just talked about Lawrence County being oh, the 58th that, We district. did a whole so show on that one. It's, you know, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know what schools are in the 2A, what schools are not. So I don't know how Rowan fits in, but. I think there's some that don't want to do it. And then there's some that do, and it kind of falls into that place. Because Rowan County, I was looking here while you were talking. You know what their enrollment is? Uh, it's got to be quite a few. Hey, you know, this is this another small school tournament? They're, you know, the, the 2A tournament, you know, just a little bit bigger than Class A. They got 936 well, kids. I, I, now, I don't know this for sure, but isn't it the next 100 after, after A or – I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. This is what I don't understand about this. I mean, the all A, and I know it's not a number thing. It's based on a certain number of teams, like you just said. Right. But the all A when it came out in its in its day was, I think, very much needed. It was. It was very much needed. We had uh, so many small mm-hmm. schools all across the state, and the uh, the man that put together Stan. Um, help me oh shoot, man! Um, I think he recently passed away. He did. Yeah, a few um, years ago. Standale, something like that. I, I, I'm botching it. I'm, I'm not one botching. But uh, they put that together because they'd done it in the northern part northern, of the state. Yeah, northern Kentucky. And very small schools there. And, hey, let's expand it everywhere. They were old school basketball lovers mm-hmm. that remember the times when every town had a high school. And they wanted to give that state tournament feel again to those small schools because you hadn't had a small school win a state title in a very long time. So it was a very novel idea. Of course, consolidations has happened all across the state. It's taken away a lot of that novelty. Thus, the numbers are down. We've had the discussion before. You know, Martin County is in the Class mm-hmm. uh, A tournament. Shelby Valley is not a Class A school. Martin County ain't. Uh, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of Class A schools left in the area. So now we're going to have a 2A tournament, now, too? To, your, to that point, I do think beginning the 2A – the purpose is different than that of the all A when it started. Okay, I think those behind the two A eventually want classification amongst all sports. They, they I do exactly. Think, they I want, do think they that is the ultimate goal with the people behind starting the two A. That's and why I, I can't and, support it. And I'm not going to name drop, but I know one guy who is behind it who's pushing for classification in baseball, mm-hmm. and I, <laughs> I don't. I just. Leave football the way it is. I, everything else, just leave it alone. Yeah, that that's what makes Kentucky high school athletics unique. Yeah, leave it. I like looking at that class, uh, that AP poll today, and it was all classes all mixed in. Yeah, 
I enjoyed that. Just leave you got, it, you got little leave it tiny pie floor right there at number nine. Yeah, that's neat. Leave it alone. I mean, why don't we just start? We're kind of already doing that classification in college football, are we not? You know, you got the group five and the power five. And, <laughs> you know, oh, God, Cincinnati's going to get in. And, you know, the earth's moving uh, over it. I mean, <laughs> they're all just trying to win. They're all just trying to play and win. But I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the 2A thing. Uh, just, uh, just because it just seems like a, it, it seems a little unnecessary uh, to me. Maybe I, I'm wrong, I, I but think, I think, it's I think a the players enjoy it. You know, the the Floyd Central girls made it to the sectional back when there was you know, whatever. I mean, they got beat by Rowan, but they seem to enjoy playing in it. The volleyball players seem to enjoy playing in it. I mean, they had a lot of fun. Floyd Central had the biggest crowd support of any team in Owensboro for volleyball. I mean, I mean, if you want to, you know, and, you know what? If you want to do something radical or different, do this. So I'm watching that Iowa UK football game, and you know, our, our buddy Rick Bentley texts me. We're talking a little bit. We're texting a little bit during the game, and I said it'll never happen. But wouldn't you like to see like you know how in basketball you got the 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 big the Big Twelve SEC challenge? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you love to see the Big Ten versus SEC football challenge every year? And Kentucky plays in Iowa or plays Nebraska. You know, plays you know plays a name school we, like that. What I love to see, yeah. Will it happen? No. You know, but, and then Ohio State has to go to Auburn one year, or Bama goes to Columbus. Whoa, you know, I mean, you know, Michigan's going and playing Georgia again. What? I I think that'd be neat. I mean, I think that's something for me to watch. Why not do something like that on this level here? You know, have have regional challenges every year. Sixteenth region plays the fifteenth region, and you're going. to you're gonna put it together. You're gonna have have some people put the games together and say this is how the matchups gonna go. You know, don't don't have a blind draw out of it. Don't let you know. Don't let uh, a team is struggling play a juggernaut in the first game. Now I know I know volleyball is different because you can play six games in a day for volleyball. Right. But they they did something similar to that at Rowan County this past year. They had 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th region teams all get together. You know, Floyd Central yeah. played Paintsville, Rowan County. Uh, I don't know, East Carter, West Carter, somebody. I mean, they played teams from three different regions, and they all just, you know, made it work somehow. I mean, you had these, um, re- you had these, all these Christmas tournaments, okay? What if you had, and that's this is the time to do it, be over Christmas. Yeah. Why not have a day, a, a, a system where, okay, you're going to get guaranteed three games. Whether it's brackets or not, uh, you're going to get guaranteed three games. And this is how it's going to go. And you're matching up. 16th, 15th, and 14th region. Maybe it's not every team, but it's the ones that want. Maybe the, yeah, I mean, we're taking you could, you four could, out you of could each one or something. Rotate the host region every year, too. Yeah. And, and who wants to apply for it? Who wants to do it? The regional challenge you have it be played at one central location in each region every year. So maybe one year it's at Prestonsburg, one year it's at uh, Ashland, maybe uh, the easiest place to get to. Uh, maybe it's at Hazard or at Hindman. Or something. I think that'd be neat. Uh, people would come out to see that. It's almost like a bigger version of the Mountain Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, people would come out and watch that. I would anyway. Uh, it's not just because of my idea. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. Uh, at least, anyway, uh, we'll see how the, uh, the Lawrence County Floyd Central, that may happen, may not happen tomorrow night. Probably won't uh, happen there. Um, over the break, Floyd Central went 5 and 1, uh, won 2 and 3 at Pineville, but lost to Link Camp. Yeah, and Lynn Camp's usually a, a pretty rough bunch. Uh, you know, they sent a few football players to the hospital a few, yeah. few, few years ago. 
Um, but, you know, when you look at the numbers from that game for Floyd Central, they didn't shoot the ball, well, I think, 32% yeah, for, for the game, game. That game was tough. Seven of 29 from three. And, you know, Floyd Central's never a team that when they shoot that many threes, or it's not going to be pretty – it's not going to be very pretty for them. Um, and I'm sure a lot of those threes came late when they were down. Uh, but, you know, they bounced back with two really impressive wins over Berea and Bergen, Bergen. Bergen, um, yep. Bergen Trolls from Trolls. Sorry, my kids. And then they beat uh, Rose Hill. Trolls. They beat um, Estill County, and then Morgan County also. Yeah, Morgan and County. Uh, Christmas break there. So uh, there's that five and one and four and two from Floyd Central and Bates Listen, Lane during Christmas. That, that's not bad. That's Jaguars ten and three right now. Both boys and girls ten and three right now. Yeah, and uh, Bates Lane and Floyd Central boys looking pretty strong uh, right now. Girls side, uh, Floyd Central at four and two made it to the championship of both of their tournaments. They went in uh, at Raceland and at Berea respectfully. Preston went five and one. They lost to Whitfield Academy, the Whitefield Academy, uh, the school that was hosting them in their holiday tournament. They shot seven to forty six from the field in that game. Seven to forty six. <laughs> one of twenty one from three. Oh, that's 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 oh. rough. Uh, that's rough. Uh, Betsy Lane went zero and three at the Lake Cumberland Holiday Tournament. But uh, basketball games are rolling around again. Uh, get out to your local school and see some local high school. Hoops, because, hey, we're already almost halfway through the season, believe it or not. Baseball season's a month away. Hey. <laughs> and, and honestly, though, in, February all, 15th. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, with, uh, with the rise of the COVID stuff and bad weather, your chances are getting fewer because games are getting called. We've had games COVIDed out this week. We've had games canceled mm-hmm. out because of weather. Uh, and <clears throat> I'm not talking flooding and snow. Uh, things like that. So, hey, your chances to see high school basketball are winding down. So be sure you uh, get out and see a game. If you can't get out to see the game, uh, if you're interested in one of the teams we follow, Floyd Central, Prestonburg, and Betsy Lane, uh, check us out on Facebook and on the radio, and we'll try to keep you up to date on what's going on with all those games. So uh, there you go. Uh, an hour is coming on. We're, we're done. We're out of here. Uh, any final thoughts tonight? Uh, stay safe. <laughs> Snow. Don't, don't leave the house. <laughs> Josh has to. Do you have to stop getting any groceries? Are you good? Uh, no. Kayla went to the store the uh, the other day, so uh, you know, spent whatever money we had left from our paychecks. Yeah. Uh, so we got some stuff for school lunches for daycare, and well, we get to eat those at home now. So. There you go. Yeah, you can eat bologna at home. Yeah. Um, and, and Jeremy's well stacked up. He's he's all right. He's got his. <laughs> he's he's making his wife do all the heavy lifting. She, oh, yeah. He's almighty. No, that's one place I do not want to go to is the grocery store ever. <laughs> no, it's Whether not. it's 70 and sunny outside or on the verge of snowpocalypse. Yeah, it's so. never fun. Never fun. For Jeremy, Josh, I'm Jamie. This has been the Sports uh, Sound Off on Sports Podcast tonight. Brought your way by Howard Family Pharmacy and the Mountain Arts Center. We'll see you next time.